All right, today, I promise, is the last time I'm going to bring up the great yellow jacket attack of 2021. Okay, Jeff, we've been talking about this for like five days. I know, but today's going to be the last day because I realized something yesterday when I was leaving the house that the only residual effect or impact or the long-term effect, whatever the word is, because the the stings have all healed up. I'm still limping around a little bit, but my foot's healing. Everything's back to, I'm back to normal, except I dodge any flying insect as though it's a Black Hawk helicopter loaded with missiles all aimed right at me. Mm. And I was leaving the house yesterday and when I opened the garage door, there was obviously a moth that had been stuck in the garage. Yeah. And flew by me. Freedom. Light. There's light. Dark garage. The garage door opens. There's light. And if you had been watching from across the street, you would have thought that I got maced. Like, Did you have our child in your arms? No. Okay, this is, good. This was without her. So I'm flailing, throwing it. I was the, it was the dance that you do when you walk through a spider web. Yeah. You know, where you're convinced. And um, and then you have to button yourself up and like, you know, carry yourself in that look around. Because people walk behind our house. People are walking their dogs. Mm -hmm. People are getting the community mailboxes or whatever they're called. Yeah, mailboxes, I guess, are right behind our house. So somebody could have seen that. The last residual that I need you to take care of since I took care of the bee extermination. Yeah. The yellow jacket extermination. Excuse me. Thank you. Killing bees is Thank illegal. Thank you. We didn't do anything illegal. And yellow jacket is makes the story much more more harrowing. They're not they're not protected. Makes my survival much more impactful. Um, so your t-shirt that you were wearing that you were convinced. I can't touch it. I'm convinced there's still a yellow jacket living inside it. You talking about the one that's in the garage? So what you're saying is you would like me. Nope. I think it stays there until we move. Okay. Um, but I and Ellie, we have to walk over that when we get into my car. So I feel like you're going to need to get the long-armed bug zapper and you're going to need to move your t-shirt and you can take it directly the, to the like The washing machine bin. or something. I'm not going to throw it out. It's a perfectly good t-shirt. A yellow jacket just got tangled up in it. So I took it off and threw it. And then I, I, I said to Callie, we need to put that in the garage because there's a yellow jacket. I will say we have, I'm going to out us right now and how weird we are. Weird, lazy. I won't say lazy. I would say we're busy right now. We had a seven month photo shoot with Ellie. Like we had a photo shoot with her family photo shoot when she was turning seven months. She's now nine months old and our clothes from that shoot are still in the garage because we were in a field and there were ticks. And instead of looking at the clothes or, you know, and then deciding what to do with them, we just left our clothes in the garage where they have been sitting for two months. So why don't you just put the B shirt on top of the tick, the tick shirt shirt and my dress. Yep. And then, you know, we'll just probably not move it until we move apparently. Uh, but then it won't be in my way every day and it won't be Ellie won't have to be near the dangers of your, um, yellow jacket shirt.
The Upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for fresh bread. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for the little yard we have in the front of our house. Did you order fresh bread or something? No, but it was, I had uh, this morning Mm -hmm. made some uh, toast, and I, all without fail, 100% of the time, will squeeze a loaf of bread to see how fresh it is. It oh, I do that too. It doesn't matter if it's in the store. It doesn't nope. matter if it's in the house. And I think I got it from my mom who loved nothing more than a loaf of fresh bread. Like if bread was super soft and yeah. whatever, love favorite thing. And so uh, when I made breakfast this morning, I squeezed a loaf of bread. And I'm like, I really, I'm, I enjoy some fresh bread. So that's it. I didn't know if you'd like ordered fresh bread from Alexa or something. Nope. Uh, okay. So can I start today's show off by sharing a couple of really cool ripple stories, changing the ripple stories Mm -hmm. that I saw on our, in our Facebook group over the past 24 hours. Yeah. Okay. Uh, And I don't know. Well, one of them is directly is a result of us talking about changing the ripples on the show. The other one, I think, just happens to be a, a coincidental story. Um, but it's so good. It's so great. And and changing the ripples just basically means if you're the recipient of something negative, rather than retaliate or be in a grumpy mood or whatever, as quickly as possible, you do something kind because that changes the energy of the negativity. And we talk about like these ripples that are going out you know, into the world and and you make this person smile who then makes these people smile who then right. makes these, right? We haven't, we, when we were talking about this the past two days, we haven't even talked about the way that that changes your energy also. Mm-hmm. Like doing something sweet or doing something kind makes you feel really good, you know? Right. So the very first story I'm going to share involves somebody who accidentally did something really kind and it changed her whole day. She goes to uh, the same restaurant every morning and she gets like coffee and a donut. It's Duncan. She goes to Duncan every morning and she gets whatever. And she always pays with her debit card. And for whatever reason, the other morning she goes, doesn't have her debit card with her or it wouldn't work or whatever. So she paid her $3 tab with a $10 bill and then just, and, and the person started to, to hand her her change back. And she said, you know what? I come in here every day and get a cup of coffee and a donut. And I always pay with a card. So I never put a gratuity on it. Keep the change. Like, I know it's not a lot, seven bucks, but keep the change to kind of make up for other times. And she said the person working there was so appreciative. They almost cried. Oh, and she wasn't really doing anything to like intentionally change the ripples, but she explained that that changed her whole day, right? Yeah. Now she's got these positive vibes, this, the first thing in the morning. And I thought about that. Making she, people smile is the best. Yeah. And she she made the point that 
paying it forward to the car behind you in a drive-thru is fantastic and a great way to put a smile on their face. But that neglect that leaves out the people who are working at this at the store. Mm-hmm. So so have that be another option hmm. is just give them a generous tip. Yeah. That so rather than pay for the car behind you or right. do, or do both if yeah. you can. But anyways, that was that's one. Then the other one is so good. A woman says she took her car in to have it fixed and they said, "Oh, you've got to go to the dealership." And you can't drive it there. Like, you've got a problem with your brakes. Okay. And uh, this this woman happens to be a teacher. It's the first week of school. Mm-hmm. So she's nuts with all of the school stuff that she has to do. And she's like, this couldn't come at a worse time. But I can't drive my car. It doesn't have right. reliable brakes. So I've got to take care of it today. And obviously, she's stressed about money, mm-hmm. too. So she posts on Nextdoor or in her neighborhood Facebook group or whatever and says, who can recommend a towing company? I have to get my car towed from this local mechanic to this dealership. Mm -hmm. I don't have a ton of money. So who can give me a reliable tow truck driver who will not charge an arm and a leg? A couple hours later, she gets a text message from her mechanic, says, hey, give me a call. She calls him up and he's like, one of your neighbors saw your post, has a AAA membership, and offered to come meet the tow truck and use her AAA That's membership awesome. to have the car towed for the de- to the dealer at no cost to you. That is so cool. Total stranger for no so reason cool. other than being kind. Think of the ripples that that created. It made the mechanic feel good. Mm-hmm. The mechanic got to then call the customer the customer who happens to be a teacher feels, feels great. Mm-hmm. Who knows how her mood changed going from stressed to cheerful and, and ecstatic that that problem is one, solved, and two, isn't going to cost her 100 bucks. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. I so anyways, just look for the opportunities to put those kind ripples in the world because they exist all over the place. And that when they, when they work out, it's so fantastic. I'm excited about that this week. I can tell. And I love that you're excited. I love when you get fired up about stuff. It's so cute. Yeah. Um, Okay. So I made two very big steps personally this week. And I want to say them out loud because I'm very proud of myself because I feel like it has taken me years to get to this point. Are you ready? I am ready. I was able. I'm excited too. I don't know what these are. I think you're going to be proud of me. I, you know, bits and pieces, because you've heard me talking on the phone about it, but I don't, we haven't sat down and discussed it. Yeah. I admitted to myself that I cannot save the world, which is a big one, because I think everybody wants to feel like, oh, yes, I can handle this. Yes, I can take on more. I'll do this. And I am admitting. I didn't didn't know that saving the world was on your agenda. Not saving the world, but you know what I mean? Like, I, I think everybody... At least I like it's nice sometimes to feel like you can step in, be the hero, save the day, fix the problem. You know that you love to fix the problem. Yeah. It's just saving the world. But I for me, I was a, being a bit dramatic. It's, I, it's just an accomplishment if I prevent Ellie from eating your yoga blocks in the morning. That's yeah, it. which she ha- has done. 
Um, <laughs> but so I am admitting that I cannot do it all, okay. which is a big deal. It's a very big deal for you. Yes. And number two is I vocalized at work to my superiors that I was not the superhero that could save the day. And I feel like that's a big deal. That's a huge deal. So here's what happened. Well, it's, I think that it right there, asking for help or admitting, I think that, and I'm just making this up. I don't know because I've never lived in another country, but the priority that Americans put on work and pleasing their supervisors and acting like a superhero to the bo- to their boss. Yes. Seems to me like it would be a, a very American concept. I think it is. I think it's of you always want to be the one that says yes. Always want to be pushing the hardest. Always want to be, you know what I mean? I think that's valued at least. I have much respect for the people that I know who can work. Like they go into the office at eight. They leave at 5.30 or whatever time, right? They, yeah. work, they work their hours. And then when they're home, they're like their phone's off. Their weekends are their weekends. That's it. Don't bother me. And then they go back. And they leave I, it I at the workplace. I can't even imagine that. Ah, I can't even imagine it. Yeah. Um, it, anyways, sorry to interrupt. So here is what happened. I, over the pandemic, I took on a second role at my, at my job. I didn't take on another posi- position like financially. Like I didn't get hired for two things, but I stepped in to fill a couple additional roles that were left vacant by there being no one in our building because of COVID stuff. So it was fine because there were really not that many people in the building and it was fun. And I got to learn new skills and, you know, I was pregnant with Ellie. So this is before we had a smoosh and it was good. It was really good. I really enjoyed it. And it was six months of that. I went on maternity leave. I came back and my old job was there, which was being an assistant, which is what I really love because it's an extension of what I did in the music industry. And I got to manage talent, which is what I'm good at and what I'm passionate about and what I love. So I got a phone call a couple of weeks ago that the struggle was coming up again with like, oh, how do we, you know, fill that role and how do we do all of this? And I was like, well, me and my big mouth, I was like, oh, well, I know how to do that job. You guys trained me for that last year. Yeah, I can I'll, do it. I'll do it again. Um, which is funny because I actually was not trained. I just was like, nah, I don't need to be trained. I'll just jump right into it because, you know, I'm, yeah. you know, playing the hero, which was, is dumb. It's dumb. It's really dumb. Jump into it. Then I realized when I get there that the job is not the same anymore because people are back in the building. Not fully, but the job has now become three times what it was. And Jeff has seen me like I come home and I am wiped out because it's a really physical job in addition to my normal job. So I am just physically exhausted. And usually when I get home, I have a bunch of energy. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to hang out with Ellie. And then I see Jeff and Jeff starts working and I, we have this whole system and I just couldn't do it. So I sucked it up and I first admitted to myself, this is too much for me physically. I physically cannot operate this way. Right. Um, and so that's number one. And I said that I would do this for a month. And then I called the person that I made this promise to of like, oh yeah, I can totally do this. No problem for a month. And I said, Hey, I'm calling to let you know, I can't, I actually can't handle this. And it was the first time I think I've ever said that sentence at work of 
This is not, I, what I said was this is not sustainable for me and I really wish that it were and I want it to be, but I can't, I can't make this work. It's too big of, it's two big jobs instead of one big job and a little bit of a job. It's two big jobs. And I also, and I didn't say this, but you know, what I'm saying to you listening to this is I also come home and I'm totally drained. I have no energy for Jeff. I have no energy for Ellie and I don't want to be that person. I just it's don't. such a, it's such a weird insecurity to tell your employer that you don't want to accept added responsibilities like that. It's, it it's, feels like I'm doing something wrong, even though I'm not, you know what I mean? By saying, yeah, I, I know, you know, it's, it's weird. It's, it feels like a fail, but internally I know it's what's best. And I think there, it, it might go all the way back to school because in my mind, when I went to school, there were two groups of people and there was nothing in the middle. Group A was the one who did every point of extra credit offered to them. Yes. Oh, if you do if you do an extra reading assignment over the summer, you'll get ten extra points. If you do this, that, I'm gonna assume the, that was not you. Yeah, it was. You did every extra credit ever. Yes. Oh, I was the opposite. Continue. A hundred percent. You did every. You did not. No. You didn't do any extra credit. I did some extra credit if I needed it for the grade, but if I didn't need it, I didn't do it. Oh, see, that's where that's what surprises me. I thought this would be like an extra. I thought this would be an extension of the extra credit. Like, oh, how can I go above and beyond? What else can I do? Like, that's what I was going to suggest, but you just disproved my theory. No. no. Well, I'm proud of you. Thanks. I think you are the only one who's going to stand up for you. And I don't mean that in a combative way because this was not in any way a combative situation, but you have to know your limits. And if you are giving less to the things that you want to in your life, because you feel like you need to play into a role, it's, it's, you got to reevaluate that. It's and boundaries. It's boundaries. I've never done that. I've had small work boundaries. This was a big one. And I think even going back and saying, Hey, I know I said I could do this, but as it turns out, i really can't. Do you think that you being able to do this at work is growth from you starting to do this in your personal life? Ooh, that's a good question. Because I, several years ago, you kind of had like this awakening, like similar that mm -hmm. you're having right now, where you're like, you know what? There's certain people in my life, certain friends where the relationship isn't reciprocated. Like, right. I feel like I'm a really good friend to them and they don't reciprocate it or they're even, there's some nastiness, but I'm hanging on just simply because we've been friends for so long. Mm -hmm. I'm going to cut them out. And you started to do that a few years mm -hmm. ago. And now you have a smaller but tighter group of friends. Well, I don't know if it comes from that so much as I think that Ellie has totally changed the game for me Yeah, because I don't want to come home from work and not be a good mom because I overcommitted and extended myself. Well, what, that's not fair to her. 
Yeah, but what you could have is just like family nap time. So you come home from work and you and her both just climb into the bed right. and you take a 90 minute nap. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, yay, I did it. I did it. I did it. I did it. Would you like to answer one more question from the interview deck thing, the pod deck? I would. I really liked that. All right. Let me pull one out. They are a lot more philosophical than I thought they would be. All right. Or deep. What is one thing you wish you had the money to pay someone to do for you? What would be what what would what would be the first hire of our quote household staff? Household staff. Or it could be somebody to like follow you around or return the grocery cart, you know, in a little corral. I would hire. I, I know what mine is. Oh, if what's you, yours? If you need time to think about it, I know exactly what mine is. I, and it's a role that I would have to create, but I would hire someone to do, I would hire someone and I would call them the finisher. And here's what they would do. Okay. <laughs> here's what they would do. When I get all excited about like cleaning out the garage and I get three hours into it and I realize there's two hours left, but I'm bored they finish cleaning the garage. Mm. When I put the clothes in the washer, then I move them into the dryer and then I take them out of the dryer and I put them on the bed. They just show up and they fold them yeah. and put them away. I feel like you and I are kind of aligned on this because I, it's not that I don't know what I would want to spend the money on. I do. It's the order of the hiring because yeah. I have rich person dreams. So when we win the lottery, I did not say if I said when we win the lottery, like I've already thought this through cause you know, manifestation. So what I would do is I would one hire like a house manager that just handled all the stuff like the garage. The garage handled, is always clean. Handled the scuffs, uh, on our, you know, like paint on our walls, like that have scuffed us up fixed. and stuff like that fixed returns made. You know what I mean? Like we have a pile of returns that we need to get to handle the returns. Done. Um, the stains that are on like some uh, Ellie stuff that we have in a pile that we do like once a month done, you know, like any of that stuff, just done my second hire. And I'm going to go deeper on this because I'm so excited about winning the lottery that I have not won yet. My second would be a chef. My third would be a pilot for the private plane that I will buy when I'm a billionaire. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Check out betterhelp.com slash upside. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. Friends and family are amazing, but sometimes there are things that you just don't feel comfortable sharing with anyone, or maybe you feel like you can't unload. And that's what therapy can be. It's so nice to be able to be completely honest about life stress and get it out of my head to someone who isn't going to judge me or take sides. Therapists are completely unbiased when they give advice and it makes a huge difference to me as I work out different things in my life. BetterHelp is much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Unload the stressors and get some unbiased feedback. You'd be pretty surprised at what you might gain from it. See if it's for you. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and Upside listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash upside. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash upside.
The struggle is real finding gifts for the young person in your life that just isn't going to be more junk cluttering up mom and dad's house. You want to find something that, number one, is going to be cool, like nothing they've ever seen before. Number two, it's going to be something that's going to benefit their brain as well as just occupy their time. And three, it's got to be something that's actually going to get discarded into a corner, something that's actually going to be used. KiwiCo is here to help. I have given multiple people KiwiCo crates, and you can too. These are projects that stimulate the brain. They allow young creatives and young innovators to use their heads to explore curiosity and nature and science and art uh, all outside the classroom while having fun doing it. Everything your child needs for their project is included in the crate so they can get started right away. And every crate includes one or two larger projects or two or three smaller projects. They're all tied together by a theme. They're going to explore new worlds, rediscover familiar ones, all without leaving home. With KiwiCo, there's something for every kid or kid at heart every month. Get your first month free on select crates at kiwico.com slash upside. That's K-I-W-I-C-O dot com slash upside. I shop online for pretty much everything at this point. And while I like to take advantage of sales and discounts, I just don't have the time to keep track of all of the offerings my favorite retailers offer. Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best ones it can find to your cart. Honey supports over 30,000 stores online that range from tech and gaming sites to popular brands and even food delivery. I was recently shopping for some tops for work at one of my favorite retail stores, and I was able to get an additional $25 off of my order through Honey. Honey has found over 17 million members over $2 billion in savings. If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out on free savings. It's literally free and it installs in a few seconds. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this podcast. I never recommend something I don't use. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash upside. That's joinhoney.com slash upside. Today's quote of the day. Courage doesn't mean you don't get afraid. Courage means you don't let fear stop you. Today's three random things are brought to you by, is it is or are? (laughs) Haven't we been saying it for eight months now? I'm blinking out. Three random things are brought to you by Brown and Company. Okay. <laughs> You're not going to edit that? You're going to make me sound like an idiot. Okay. <laughs> I need this week to be over, okay? Okay, ready? Go. Today's Three Random <laughs> Things is brought to you by... Wait. Did we just say R? I've actually wondered that because... Wait, today's Three, three ran- Random Things are... If we're talking about a collection, see, here's this is the way my mind works. So Today's this, three random this things is, this are is brought the, to you. If, are brought to you. Yeah, I think it could go either way because if you're if you're talking about three random things as three separate things, then it would be R. It'd be R. But if you're referring to three random things as the whole segment, then it would be is. So I think you could go either way. We've been saying R, though. I think so. God, I have no idea. Okay, let me try that again. 
Today's three random things are brought to you by Brown and Company Jewelers. Is brought to you by. I'm just kidding. I'm joking. Oh, I was like, what in the heck? Okay, my first random thing is every Pixar movie. My first random thing are. Stop it. Stop it. Because you're gonna, my brain cannot process this. My first random thing is every Pixar movie contains a reference to the Pixar movie that comes after it. You know, I've heard that before, but I, and I'm sure this will change with Ellie, but I am not a fan of animated movies. So yeah, you and I do not see eye on this. I know I you. I, I love animated movies. But we should watch. What was the first Pixar movie? I don't know what the first one was. It was but, a short. But we talked about like Finding Nemo. Mm-hmm. We talked about the Toy Story ones. Oh, yeah. We talked about one other one. So. I think you would love Toy Story. I yeah. really do. All right. You don't think so. But we'll watch it. We'll, we'll, we'll watch it with a smooth. She won't know what's going on. She'll be bored 10 minutes in. But at least now I have an excuse to watch a kid's movie. That's true. My second random thing is if you were to have your picture taken by the very first camera, you'd have to sit still for eight hours. Because of how long the exposure would take? Yeah, no wonder people didn't use the smile in photos. Why why wouldn't you just have a painting made? Well, I think you probably would, but I I think it's like hypothetically it like the first camera when they were first developing it, it would have developing it. (laughs) Oh, I get it. Because, yeah. All right. Are we sure this is not a Friday show? Feels like a Friday show. And my third random thing is 7% of all American adults believe that chocolate milk comes from brown cows. That works out to 16.4 million people. You know, I'm not going to laugh at that because I was. The Australians that listen to our show, they're laughing at that. Right. For sure. That I was, I don't know what grade I was in, but it was high school. So I was over the age of 13 Mm -hmm. and was going through the cafeteria line and and I was picking out my milk carton and there was no more. All that was in there was chocolate milk. And I said to the woman who worked behind the thing, I was like, do you have any more vanilla milks back there? Oh, but I could see how that could be confusing. Uh, yeah, but it never. Because vanilla is the, opposite. is the opposite of chocolate. Like in my mind, vanilla and even though that's not opposites, they're two distinct. Right. But we, that's in like our saying, heads, it's like. It's like saying cinnamon is the opposite of sour. You know, sweet. Because our whole lives that people have been like, do you Vanillage? like chocolate or do you like vanilla? Yeah. And if you get ice cream, like it's chocolate. Well, anyways. Neapolitan. So I said, you have any vanilla milk back there? And of course, like my one friend who was relentless was, you know, right next to me in line or, you know, within earshot. So for the four years of high school, whenever I was having milk it was a oh what do you have in there is that chocolate milk or is it what's the other one called oh vanilla milk i can't believe for someone that has so many i can't believe that someone who doesn't drink milk has so many milk drinking stories i don't drink milk as an adult Mm. but i i mean i probably drank my last glass of milk before i was 20 like where I would pour a glass of milk. What? And, yeah. I drank one yesterday. 
And those are my three random things. All right. Those is or are my three random things. What did I just say? I'm kidding. I couldn't remember. I'm taking advantage of your fatigue. Oh, yeah, you are. If you are thinking about moving, I would like to make you aware of a website called makemymove.com. This website is a is is a database of cities that are willing to pay you to move to them. Oh yeah. Um didn't Oklahoma do that or somewhere in Kansas or something? I feel there's, like I saw a story in the past month about this. There's 45 cities currently on the list. And Any good ones? Well, it depends on what you're looking for. Like do you know where Rutherford County, Tennessee is? Yes. Where is it? It's near Nashville. They will pay you up to $10,000 to move there. Really? I think Rutherford County is Murfreesboro, but I could be wrong. Um, And and you don't just, you don't just move there and then get 10,000 bucks. You have to go to this make my move website and then search for, um, and then search, for, like, so pull up the city that you want to move to and see what they're looking for. Because, like, some cities, they need employees for, like, technical oh, for yeah. technical companies. And uh, so it's like a nice little signing bonus. And, yes, Murfreesboro is um, in Rutherford County, Tennessee, which is, um, like, south of Nashville. Morgantown, Ellie. Hey, Ellie. Do you want to play with something that's not the loudest thing on the floor? No. Thank you. We only have like two minutes left. Maybe you should let her sit with you. Do you want to come up here? Um, Morgantown, West Virginia, up to $20,000. Oh, wow. French Lick, Indiana, five grand. Never heard of it. Um, Communities in Northwest Arkansas will pay you over $10,000. There's Oregon. Hawaii, Honolulu, Hawaii. Oh, up to twenty five hundred bucks. I would, I would pay extra. To would you move to Hawaii? Oh my gosh, Hawaii, yes, beach. Chattanooga, Tennessee has deals. Buffalo, New York, Savannah. Do you want to move to Buffalo, Boo? No, <laughs> no, no, no. It's too much. Buffalo winter. is like the coldest place ever. Uh, Savannah, Georgia, up to two thousand dollars. So, anyways, wow. if you're thinking about moving. And uh, you don't care where you're going. Take a look at makemymove.com and see if there's a city on there that intrigues you. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive discount. Because I blanked yesterday and I panicked when... You challenged me wanting to have a conversation with a nutritionist. I have given it 24 hours thought and I have written down and formed my thoughts as to why this is an important conversation for me. <laughs> Number one. We're trying to move all the noisy toys away from oh Ellie. And she keeps finding them. Yeah, because during commercials, she woke up from her nap. So we brought her down and we're like, oh, she'll just drink her bottle quietly. <laughs> oh, no, she will not. <laughs> she will not. Um, so number one, I want to know why our bodies need certain kinds of food. So I want to know the science. So when I'm making decisions about food, I am making a choice 
I have the option to make a choice based on like you know why the things are good. Like I know, like oh, eating greens is good for you. Okay, why? Right. What why? do the greens do? Right. Like you know that it, that that milk makes your bones strong and protein builds your muscles. But what does a what does spinach do? What, sure. what it, yeah, I just want to know more about that. And I think that's important for me to know because I want to teach Ellie why we eat what we eat. So when she's making choices and she's like, I want energy, I'm going to eat a whatever. You Pop-tart. Know what I mean? Yeah, no. And I can't teach you that because I don't know that. Got it. Okay. So that's another one. Number and one. And I feel... Why don't we just have this conversation? Let's just have this conversation. You want to table it tomorrow? Yeah, we can have that. We can get, do the rest of your bullet points tomorrow. Okay. Ellie is. Ellie does not want us to to close the show with this segment, so she shall get her way. Ellie. <laughs> All right, we'll do you talk have to you. Something that you would like to say, Miss Ellie James? Do you have something that you would like to say? I just gotta grab this microphone and eat it. Hi, this is Crystal from Chattanooga, and I am so frustrated with today's episode. I'm like almost screaming into the phone because I feel like Callie is so self aware, and Jeff spends a lot of time like trying to debunk the things that she's like figuring out about herself you know the food conversation she's super on track with what she's thinking about food and talking to the nutritionist about and I feel like Jess is just kind of like not supporting her I don't know it's just it's so frustrating because I feel like if you go back and listen to some of the postpartum episodes he was doing the same thing like Anyway, I feel you, Kelly. I think you're validated. I think that you really are self-aware and you know your own self and kind of what you're going through and you seek the expert's help to do that. So um, hope you'll have a great day and hope that wasn't too critical and that wasn't hate mail or a voicemail. Bye. Who has enough time for uncomfortable shoes? Well, I do not, and I bet you don't either. And as a Rothy's owner, I never have to be uncomfortable. The thing that makes Rothy's stand out so much is that they have a seamless design, so you can literally order them and comfortably wear them all day from the second you take them out of the box. And I can tell you that confidently because I am a paying customer. I have five pair of Rothy's and I have never hesitated to take them right out of the box, put them on my feet and go. Rothy's are as cute as they are comfortable. They offer flats, loafers, and my personal favorite, the sneaker style. They have a ton of colors and a ton of patterns and also super spacious washable bags. Rothy's recently launched men's shoes. I'm so excited about this. And they are intentionally designed with an artisanal level of detail and created with zero waste. They're durable, they're washable, and they're better for the planet. Step up your summer wardrobe with washable, sustainable, stylish shoes and bags from Rothy's. Head to rothys.com slash upside to find your new warm weather favorites today. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash upside. Okay, I'm a double caller today. This is Crystal. Um, just heard y'all talking about the taste of the wooden spoon. Ugh. 
it gives me the heebie-jeebies. Like, I cannot stand the way the wooden spoon, oh, my God, I can't, I can't, I can't, um, feels, tastes, like, oh, it, um, the wooden spoon, popsicle sticks, any of that stuff, just, oh, I have goosebumps. Okay, bye. Hey, Kelly and Jeff, this is Lauren. The rectangle pizza, we called it fiestata. It was so good, and that's my favorite. Fiestatas were so good. I never really ate school lunches, but when they had fiestatas, I was there. <laughs> Have a good day. Bye. Hey y'all, it's Hannah. Oh, sorry, I ran out of breath from walking. Um, I was calling because I was going to, I guess, mention two things that you guys have talked about on the show and kind of mush them together. Um, I think that you guys could change the ripples on the hate mail you got about Jeff not missing Tally, which, by the way, totally don't get. Definitely team Tally. Um, but I understand that people are different. But you can change the ripples on that by seeing as, since you have mentioned this before on the show, like way, way back when you first started, probably the last time that you went to the convention, and you got, I would assume, a few responses about it, but now you've got so many more listeners, and they care so much about the show and about y'all that they just flooded all of your contact points, being very passionate about how they feel on the subject that it shows you just how much you guys have grown. So there you go. Changing the ripples and also addressing the whole missing, not missing thing. Hope you all have a great day. And there you go. There's your upside. Have a great one. Bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff. I'm calling about your show closer. I know it's not upsidey, but I really despise it. If you do a good deed because you're expecting karma to karma, that's my New Orleans accent, karma to give you something in return, then that's not what a good deed is about. You shouldn't expect anything. You do the good deed just because, just because, and not expect that good things will come back to you. I think that is self-serving and not very exciting. Thanks. Bye. If you do a kind act for someone, your karma that you receive or your good energy that you put out in the world or whatever terms you want to put that in is not dependent upon the person completing that transaction with the intent in which it was given. Do the good deed and stay upsidey.